Welcome to Humanize IT, where technology experts meet to discuss business strategy, industry trends, how we can make IT more personal with conversations, not presentations, and occasionally engage in a laugh or two. So, you know, we were talking to the community the other day about how in December, MSPs really need to be uh, focused on security tips. And it occurred to me, we haven't done one. <laughs> like I'm getting out this advice. I need, I need to drink my own Kool-Aid here. Um, so here we are on this podcast and we're talking about holiday security tips because this time of year, every year people get duped and they lose a lot of money. And it, it's just a horrible experience when you find out that you're just, you're just trying to do a good thing and you got ripped off. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I've, I've got some stories from earlier this year with people trying to buy vehicles online and oh, yeah. completely getting duped. I mean, it, it was they thought they were talking to a legit person, just, you know, money exchange hands without ever meeting. And that's never a good thing. Yeah. Um, but, you know, what is it that an average person can do? What is it a business can do to kind of help avoid getting taken advantage of and to falling into traps? Especially right now, since um, uh, trolling is so prominent, it has become just part of our culture for uh, these like false memes, false advertising. Like last year, I think it was last year or the year before, it got really bad with um, pop up websites yes. where somebody would build a website really quickly. Um, put a bunch of really popular items on it, put them for a reasonably low price mm-hmm. and people be, Oh, this is a sale. This is a, you know, we, we got inventory and then people will buy a bunch of it. And then the, the site would disappear in 24 hours. Yeah. They'd already collected $10,000 worth of revenue. There's nothing anybody can do about it. Yeah. Unless you follow our security tips. There <laughs> are things that you can do about this stuff as a consumer. Just don't be stupid. There are things that we know that are stupid in real life that are ingrained into ourselves. Like, for instance, leaving your debit card laying on the counter in the middle of a in the middle of a shopping center. Yeah, Not a yeah. good idea. Yeah. You know, um, just throwing cash around. Not a good idea. You're going to a place and uh, leaving your card in the gas um, pump. Not a good idea. <laughs> so. These are things that these are just dumb. Just don't do that. But nowadays, when it comes to online shopping, there are similar don't do that. Well, before we move off of that, let me, let me comment on that. So, you know, there's been a lot of change to credit card transactions processing. You know, we we, we started with the, uh, the magnetic. Well, actually, I started, you know, a really long time ago, and there was no magnetic stripe on the back. It was the embossed numbers, all right? And we ran it through the old clunky machines, uh, the manual uh, slides back and forth with the, um, the carbon paper. So, but anyway, uh, in, you know, so we moved to magnetic stripe and then the chip, and now we've got the, uh, the NFC, the near field connectivity or connections. I'm not sure what it stands for, but uh, you know, the evolutions of all of that have uh, have provided a lot more opportunities to us, but we don't necessarily take advantage of those. So, you know, 
the the tools are out there. We we need to use them. And so I I don't know how many times you know I'll go up somewhere and I'll swipe the old magnetic swipe on my credit card just because it's what I've done for so long. But we do need to train ourselves. You know, we're available. Use the most current processes. You know, if they've got the the NFC, use that. Uh, you know what what whatever's available get the most out of it. And, and I think that'll probably apply for all the, the tips and tricks that, you know, we sell. I'll tell you, it's, it's going to need to be there. Yeah. Like learn Apple pay, learn things yeah. like that. Like I know Google it's pay. intimidating. Take some time. Things like Apple pay or what, what's the Google pay? Google pay. Those yeah. things are way more secure than any debit card you have. Yeah. Um, also, take advantage of things like PayPal. Here's my tip for you. If you take one thing away from this, use PayPal everywhere, people. <laughs> use it whenever you can shopping online. Everywhere you go, use PayPal. And accept no time when you have to put in a card. If you put in a card, it better be a stinking trustworthy site, people. Yep. It better be something like an Amazon.com or a place you have been doing business with for years. And even then, be a little iffy about it. Um, but PayPal, PayPal will save you a lot. They have a lot of fraud services that will help you. You can track things. You can see where they go. You can retract payments. You can do all sorts of fun things in PayPal if you get into trouble. And so as a cybersecurity professional, I like to tell people, hey, you cannot stop yourself from getting hacked. You cannot stop bad guys. There's a there's a weird um, mentality out there that we just need to punish bad guys more and that'll yeah. stop them. No. Since the dawn of time, we've had people who want to take advantage of people and we have people who are just trying to make a living. And we're always at odds with each other. What you can do is, a, is accept the fact that bad stuff is going to happen and eventually it's going to happen to you, but have a plan and have mitigating factors in place that are going to help you. For instance, I assume at some point there's going to be a fraudulent charge against me. What if the bank I was using was very, very well equipped to respond to that? Like I call them, like for instance, I have a Capital One. Capital One, you can just swipe and report fraudulent activity. They have an entire team that will then just take that on and that thing is credited right back to your account and they will deal with it. Yeah. It's crazy. It's good. Not every bank has this capability. So I am planning on if somebody hacks, if somebody takes advantage of me or say when somebody takes advantage of me, it's an easy process to deal with afterwards. PayPal is really, really good at dealing with online activity. It's like that. It's like that sign out live skit. Um, it was like the world bank and they're like, we take care of you and it's all the families like opening up presents and stuff and being all happy. But sometimes bad stuff happens. And when it does, not only will we track down and hunt down the person who took your money, we'll get their families too. <laughs> it shows them like black bagging all these people and like putting stuff over their heads and like making them apologize. It's, it's a very funny Sarah Lives skit. But there are companies and our financial institutions that are better at handling fraud and better protecting your interests than others. Yeah. 
And you want to give those your business during holiday seasons, or at least have, you may love your local credit union. You may love your local bank and I'm sure they'll help you, but they may not have the online protections that a capital one does. And Mm -hmm. so you may want to use a capital one and fill it with some cash and use that for your Christmas purchases so that you can be more safe or pre get a, get a PayPal card. Um, and pre-fill your PayPal account or do things like that so that you can be more protected. And this is just on the financial side. Like I love recommending PayPal. If I see somebody buying online, I almost always use PayPal because it, it's when bad things happen, they're there. They've already got plans. They've got entire, entire departments dedicated to making sure that things are okay for you. They do this every day. Online shopping is their thing. And so when it comes to payment wise, stop using your debit cards, people follow skips <laughs> advice, go NF, go, go NFC, go Apple pay, go Google pay, whatever it is, learn how to use it. it is extremely secure. You don't have to understand it. If you feel a little paranoid, I'm here to tell you it's very secure. Yes. It's way yeah. more secure than that stupid physical card you have. The other thing I want to recommend people do is, um, pa- uh, password vaults. Use Absolutely. them. Absolutely. Use them. They're, they're, they're cheap, if not free, depending on what you do. I personally like LastPass. It installs into my browser. It remembers my passwords and it keeps them secure. It warns me if I'm reusing a password somewhere. Heck, I don't even know half my passwords these days. Gun yeah. to my head, I couldn't tell you what my password is. <laughs> I mean, I have them auto-generated and they're very long and complex and I, I can't I can't figure it out. And so using somewhere like a LastPass so that when you're on a website, even if they did capture information, it's only for that site. And LastPass will do its best to avoid that stuff. And so with LastPass, you can do some cool things like generate one-time passwords. Uh, You can do things like send a a message or do a multi-factor. And then more to the point, when you're on a website and they ask you, do you want to do something called MFA? Always say yes, especially Mm -hmm. when shopping. Because I can look around and I can see people on Facebook and they hacked all the time. I had to shake my head. Yes. People, it doesn't have to be this way. And I know why they got hacked. And that's a whole other conversation. (laughs) Well, I've had two family members that... uh, yeah, that got hacked with uh, their their Facebook accounts got compromised. And in both cases, the passwords were decent. I mean, they weren't overly complex, but, you know, didn't have MFA turned on. And I know it can be an extra step and, uh, you know, it might, might seem a little odd at first, but you'll get into, uh, you know, a pretty easy swing on that. And... Um, that extra layer of security with, you know, using the password vaults and using multi-factor authentication, you know, it really will save you a lot of time for one, for this one account that I helped get back into, uh, you know, it was days, literally days worth of, you know, pecking away at it and working and trying to get it all in place. And, you know, the small inconvenience that you might feel with using MFA, uh, is really nothing compared yep. to trying to, you know, recover something once it's been compromised. 
Yeah, I mean, there is a pattern to the people to get hacked. And if yeah. you look in your own personal life, you can you can almost predict who's going to get hacked in the next couple of months. <laughs> um, it's fun. It's a fun exercise to do in your personal time. Is like look at the people being hacked, look at the demographic, and look at look at why. Even if they have a decent password, are still getting hacked. And some of that is just social awareness. Understand that when you're when you're when you post publicly, when you create a big target on your head, and if you're being inflammatory on the internet. You're, you're getting you're you're painting a target on yourself but that beside that like it's just about being responsible it's like you know the same rules apply in real life and physical life as they do online you can't be a jerk and not expect for another jerk to come and get you <laughs> you go out and if you're in a theater and you start throwing popcorn at the screen because you don't like a scene there's some other jerk in that theater who's going to take out their frustrations on you. They now have a target. Yeah. This is real life, man. Bullies are everywhere. And so I digress. This, But the reason I bring that up was when you're doing online activity, when you're using your passwords online and you're being behaving online, there are certain behaviors that will make you a target on um, shopping uh and where you're going and so that you will get targeted with ads of sites that are less than reputable yeah there are people who spend their livelihoods looking for you the gullible person or the angry person and they will fill in a field saying skip ziggler and then skip will start getting ads from the places because they know yeah. that skip buys into this stuff they know how to troll you. They know that you hate this administrator. They know you don't like this thing. They know that you've been searching for this particular item online yeah. and are very angry that you yeah. can't find it. And now they'll show you all these great deals. Hey, if you just go here, you could get a PlayStation 5. <laughs> well, you know, I like to be kind of agnostic, you know, as far as vendors or specific products. Uh, about these because I know there's a lot of variants out there, but I'm going to get really specific. Um, Facebook ads, okay? And, and I, I'm one who uses, all right, a, as a business owner, all right, I, I am on the other side, you know, buying and publishing Facebook ads and, and, and marketing uh, materials. But as a consumer, unless you specifically know the company that you're seeing these ads from don't buy anything off of Facebook. And I, I have personally gone through and conducted, and, and I know that, you know, I'm not a security professional, so let me really qualify that. All right. But personal experience, I've gone through several times and um, taken a look at all the ads that were showing up in my feed and overwhelmingly the majority of them were fraud they were leading to these websites like what you had mentioned adam that you know pop up for a day and then they're gone or they lead to sites that are selling products for an unrealistic uh amount of yep. you know, money i mean no one out there is going to sell a brand new iphone for a hundred bucks okay it's it's like you tell your kids if it sounds too good to be true, true. <laughs> it's not true. So you know, uh, and it just you have to you have to take that 
you know, very, very carefully. So again, just I yeah. hate being specific, but don't buy anything off of Facebook. Especially Lego. You know Lego seems them. to be tro- trolling a lot. Like it's not Lego company, but like people tend the knockoff Legos. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, the, uh, oh, you want that Hogwarts Harry Potter costume? It normally costs $400. You can get it from us for 250 Yeah. So they try to make it a believable amount. Like, oh, this must be just a really good deal. And there's, there's psychology to that. But yeah, watch out for the really good deals. Buy through sites you already know. So you maybe you want to support small business. That's fantastic. You can yep. support small business through Amazon. When you are buying on Amazon, look for the small businesses. So yep. Amazon does not resell everything. If you look on Amazon, you search for Lego Castle, you'll see a mom and pop who resells through Amazon. They happen to have an Amazon storefront. Yep. Look for them. You look by who who the seller is. Amazon is an aggregator. They're like Google. They they are aggregating all these sources. It may not be Prime, so it's not going to be that free shipping or the the quick shipping. But you're going to be supporting a small business somewhere. Yeah. Look into those things. They've already been validated by Amazon. If well, it's and, a small the, business, walk into it physically and purchase things. Yes. Use, but those use small NFC, businesses. Use Apple Pay. <laughs> Even if you want to support those small businesses, but not you know, walk into the store. Uh, the great thing about e-commerce is there's so many resources available to business owners today. And many of those small businesses may very well have their own uh, storefront. Uh, you know, one of the big, um, you know, vendors on that is, is Squarespace. And Squarespace has, and there are many others out there. I, I'm personally familiar with Squarespace, but, you know, uh, there's an easy process for a business owner to, to log in, to select the theme, to drag a few things around, click a few items here. And before long, they've got a reasonably, uh, you know, decent looking website that's e-commerce based. And it has all of this big corporate security behind it. I mean, Squarespace is a big company. They have all of the regulatory compliance on their shoulders, you know, and so it's, it's a trusted exchange. But again, you're being specific. You're not allowing some random ad on some social media platform to say, hey, go over here and buy something. Yeah. You're going specifically to uh, a business that you want to do business with. Yeah. And and those those ads on Facebook, like they're going to be creepy. They're going to be targeted. Yep. But also yep. it's, it's akin to that guy on the street opening up his jacket saying, hey, you want to buy a watch? <laughs> that's it exactly that's it Where's exactly come from who are you uh is this real we don't know like you wouldn't do that unless you you knew what you're doing um like ah, i know it's a knockoff i'm gonna spend my 10 bucks on this rolex uh-huh. um anyways the the point is be careful use your common sense um do this do the same test you would do normally um going into a business then the other thing is uh the next thing i want to talk about is like being prepared so you are going to get hacked. You are going to get taken advantage of at some point in time. There are companies like LifeLock out there mm-hmm. who will act on your behalf and look for actively. You give them your social security number. You give them your bank card numbers. You give them everything you can about you. And they will scour the internet looking to see if somebody's actively trying to hack you. Are you on any lists? Are you out there somewhere and just waiting for somebody to buy your credit card number and just put you in a world of hurt? These companies are fairly cheap. 
especially during this time of year when they're trying to do their big pushes. Go on and get one of their services. Get like a six-month service right now. And when something bad happens, it won't matter what bank happened or where it happened. If you're, if Facebook gets hacked or whatever, they're going to help you. And they are very, very good at what they do. They will go out ahead of time and figure out if bad things are going to happen. I highly recommend LifeLock. Some of your corporate um, entities will actually sponsor this stuff. They'll actually say, hey, um, you get LifeLock for free through us. If you got hacked in like one of those hacks from a, a credit card company, you probably already get a sponsorship. They probably sent you a letter saying, yeah. if you would like one of these services, here it is. We are going to pay for it as part of our lawsuit. And so look for these things. But in particular, I'm just calling out for people who don't want to do the research, do a life lock and uh, pay the 50 bucks for it and have some peace of mind this holiday season. It's, it's nice. It is a little work to put your social security numbers and that of your kids and everything in there, but they actually go onto the dark web and they look for you say, Hey, you are this level compromised. You have this going on for you. And then they'll have your back when bad things happen. They're good at it. And it's right. very much worth your time. So check that out. They'll even tell you if a password has been compromised. Same thing with LastPass. LastPass yeah. will tell you, you don't want to use this password. It's on a, it's on a list somewhere. Yeah. Yep. I've had a couple of those pop up and I'm good at creating uh, passwords. And I've had a couple of passwords like, uh, this made a list somewhere. I'm like, I must have used it on a website. I must have reused it at some point in the 30 years I've been online. And um, it got well, to a place I got compromised. Yeah, mine was a little phrase, short phrase. So yep. uh, I don't know that it necessarily got compromised or someone else just, you know, thought of the same phrase and it ended up on uh you know on the lists and in the list that we're talking about uh, is you know it, it's this tribal you know it's a bad tribe but it's kind of this tribal knowledge that the the hackers will generate these lists they'll sell them they'll steal them uh they just reuse them but it's a list of you know kind of known passwords yep. and you know it started out with as one two three four five six you know uh, password, uh, password with a dollar sign for the S, you know, all this stuff. And it just grew and grew and grew and grew. Uh, and so now many times when your account gets hacked, it's, it's really nothing more, um, intricate or elegant than just someone running a password list and trying every single one of these passwords on your account. And all of a sudden one of them hits. So it's not as high tech as, you know, some sort of, uh, you know, crime drama TV show would make it out to be. Sometimes it's just really, you know, an automated process. It's brute yeah. force. And, and a lot of it's just like, hey, if Skip posts on a Reddit thread and uh, he has his real name there or whatever, and then they tie it to his online activity and they're like, OK, we'll run a password hash against this. Yep. Um, just it's kind of like don't walk down the dark alleys at night with dollar bills punt coming out of your pockets people <laughs> be a respectable right. citizen where you're actually like not reposting memes from questionable sites and gaining interest of people um <laughs> and uh you you won't be as targeted because we have ways in the the dark world of if we want to get in we it, it's just a matter of time mm -hmm. unless you're like an mfa then you just made it insanely hard. 
It yeah. is ridiculously hard to get around MFA. I'm telling you flat out. If you've got MFA on your Amazon account, you got MFA on your uh, passwords. Oh my gosh. You pretty much just, I'm going to move on. <laughs> there are other easier fish to fry. And, 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 that is it. Yeah. and in case somebody's asking what multi-factor is, MFA is multi-factor authentication. Basically, when you enter in your password, an alert will come up on your phone and you have to tap it to say, okay. Yep. And it means that somebody would have to own your phone and know your password in order to get into this site. It's, it's awesome. It's, it's very, 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 very useful. Well, in, in kind of closing thoughts on this, I mean, I think um, you've brought up something that, you know, everybody thinks, especially the cynical ones. Well, if someone wants to get in, they're going to get in anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and that's absolutely right. But it is so much easier for you to make yourself a harder target. And, and remember, you know, the people that are trying to commit these acts and, and get this stuff, they're not necessarily uh, dedicated hardworking, focused, uh, you know, people, they're looking for easy money. I mean, that's kind of why they're doing this. And if you make yourself a harder target, they're going to move on to easier targets. I'm, I've been trying to hint at it in this podcast. There are two, in my, my world, there are two kinds of hackers out there. One is the one looking for easy money. And then there are the hacktivists. Yeah, yeah, and that's a different. You are trolling people online if you are reposting Russian memes um, because you don't like a current administrator. You're putting a target on you for hacktivists who think that you are bullying people, and they're going to take it upon themselves to shut you up. Yep, yep. They're called hacktivists. They're doing it for an ideology, and then there's other people who are doing it for money. Yep. And so you want to avoid painting a picture for yourself on with these people. And that's just the way the world works. It always has worked. We cannot stop it. But you can be mature and you can be a person who is ready for when it does happen. One, have like a last pass that you're using for your passwords. So it makes it harder for your passwords to get hacked. And for you to remember your passwords makes it a lot easier. Two, make sure that you're using something like a LifeLock so you have somebody in your corner. So, so that somebody's actively making sure that you're okay and that is protecting you out there. It requires very little effort once you put in all your information. And then three, use payment methods that are that are secure. Stop using debit cards. Stop using the chips. Start using your Apple Pay. Start using Google Pay. Start using PayPal. Do these three things over the holiday season and you can have a lot easier time of it. There are a lot of ancillary benefits to doing these three things that are beyond the holiday. For instance, if you use PayPal, guess what? They track all your receipts for you. Yay. <laughs> yep. Same thing with Apple Pay and Google Pay. All your receipts yep. are automatically tracked. You don't need to stuff them in your purse. You don't need to have a thousand of them. So when you need, if you line item, you can. If you need to see where we purchased this thing, you can. You need to get a receipt, you can. All that stuff is automatically done with a wave of your hand. Yep. It is that much better. It is secure and a better experience. LifeLock will have your back the entire year. LastPass will help you so you don't have to remember every password. You just log on and there's your password. Yep. It's done. No memory needed. So <laughs> those three things will give you a much happier holiday. So when you're shopping, you can shop with confidence. Um, I'm not going to teach you how to recognize bad sites right now, but the standard rule. If it's too good to be true, it probably is. Yeah.
Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Happy holidays to everyone. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Uh, Boxing Day, Hanukkah, whatever you're celebrating. Um, I hope that it's very good. I hope that all things go well. And uh, if you ever have any questions, feel reach out to us at, at the podcast and leave some comments on, on the website. And we will try to answer them in a future podcast. Thank you for coming on, Skip. And we'll see you all later. Yippee-ki-yay. Thank you for joining us today. If you like our podcast, please subscribe, comment, and check out our Facebook page. Also encourage others who want to see IT Transform to subscribe as well. We could always use your help. 